Good morning, London. Pleasure to be here. Ron Young joining you for the MedPoint Health Half Hour. We come here every Saturday morning talking about health and fitness and how it affects your lives, what you need to be looking out for in the future, uh, some interesting news articles that have popped up, or even perhaps recipes, as I've shared in recent weeks. Uh, Ron Young, your host here. I'm happy to be delivering uh, good stuff uh, in regards to fitness and nutrition. Of course, I'm part of the team at MedPoint. What does MedPoint have to offer? Well, I always say MedPoint has a bit for everybody in the family. We've got a kids program. We've got a seniors program. So we're already sandwiching the age generations there and uh, everything in between. So if you want to just... Uh, um, lose weight, uh, gain muscle. We're here for you. If you want to, uh, learn how to exercise with diabetes, or perhaps you have, uh, certain conditions that you want to chip away at and get off your medication. We also have programs for that. We have our three and five hour medical. So we know exactly what your health baseline is and, and how to best help you given the blueprint of your body. So at MedPoint, we really dissect, we dig deep, we look into the facts that make you, and we say, how can we best help this individual? So I'm here uh, talking with you today. I don't have anybody with me. That's okay. As long as you don't, as long as you like the sound of my voice, you should be okay for the next 20 minutes. I'll try and make it enjoyable. A couple things that have been going on at MedPoint. Uh, our dietitian was actually at the uh, Middle Eastern uh, event at the Lamplighter Inn on Saturday or sorry, Sunday this past week, it was Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, she met a lot of different people. So I know a lot of people now in the new year have their benefits lapsed. Uh, uh, they got a refresher on their dietitian coverage. So if that's something that you're interested in, we got lots of programs that can suit you. Um, Iman is our dietitian. She, uh, you know, is very good at what she does. If you want to know how little you actually know about food, you go and spend a session with her. But, you know, all that to say, look, I get some people aren't too big on, on being told what to eat. And it's a, it's a very difficult job to do, but Iman does it in a very non-judgmental way. Uh, she has a good solid approach. We, of course, have new resources out with a new Canadian food guide, which she can uh, shed some light on. We also do grocery store tours and, and different things like that. So there's a lot of people um, who could stand to benefit uh, nutritionally from these types of services. And guess what? Insurance companies will cover it. So you owe it to yourself. Send us a, a contact form on medpoint.ca or you can visit londondietitians.ca and uh, leave us a, a hello on there. And we will be sure to get back to you. And even if it's just to come in and say, hey, uh, how can I you know, how can I best use my benefits? Uh, or maybe you just want to talk about how a dietitian can be right for you. You know, maybe you don't know at this stage. I also have some clients who see the dietitian in order to gain access to our uh, performance assessments. So the BOD pod, if you get a dietitian package, we have certain packages that has BOD pods, fit 3Ds and different things like that. So how do you know you're making progress towards your goal? Well, hey, here's some feedback on results. Get in the BOD pod. We will be able to tell you your body fat percentage as well as uh, your lean mass. Fit 3D, we can take 500 girth measurements, uh, stuff you want to know or maybe you don't want to know and uh, give you all that information. And then we can say a few months later, okay, where are you at now? Where where have you got to with the, the progress that you've had? And we can uh, let you know that information 
Um, certainly uh, as you progress towards your goals. And that's what we're all about, reaching your goals at MedPoint. If you haven't heard of us, you owe it to yourself to go to medpoint.ca, check us out on the website. We've got lots of great content on there. And uh, certainly the other program I'll highlight is the employee wellness, the corporate wellness programs that we have. So if you want us to have an effect on your um, workforce, if you want your employees to have benefit to... Um, programs, fitness programs, uh, other stuff that we offer, orthotics, uh, special rates on our pri- on our uh, products and, and services. Uh, if you want all that for your employees, we do have programs for that, and it's uh, you know it's for a couple bucks per employee per month, and and we can come into your workplace, we can have a impact on uh, on uh, your staff. Uh, getting them to do fun fitness challenges, getting them to buy in with uh, nutritional plans. So it is a good thing to keep them healthy and to uh, keep going forward with that. One thing I wanted to talk about was negative energy on today's show. We had an article hit our inbox and it was about minor hockey parents had confrontation dispute OPP's brawl description. So basically this happened within Simcoe, uh, Norfolk OPP announced that they were looking into an incident and this uh, it has as many as 30 parents were engaged in a quote-unquote brawl, uh, their word not mine, in the final buzzer of a game uh, between 11 and 12-year-olds. So this story just all of a sudden gets really sad when you're looking at children that age and uh, the turmoil it's causing people. Look... I'm one for good competition. I am on a curling team. I love competition. Uh, winning isn't everything, but uh, it is fun to win, obviously. Uh, I was always taught growing up that uh, it's just fun to be part of the sport, be active. I get the competitive nature of it, though. That being said, would I go to the extent to have my 11, 12-year-old uh, playing this game and it gets out of hand and I all of a sudden take it into my hands to brawl with uh, another parent uh, at the game um no i i i wouldn't you know this is something that uh i feel a lot of parents are very passionate about and rightfully so because it is your kid you're very proud a lot of time and effort's gone into training them to get them to the level of of competition that they're at today but when it comes to too much pressure on the sidelines uh from the parents uh, kids being uh, physically and mentally worn down to try and meet the needs and expectations of parents. That's when it gets a little bit tricky for me uh, as as a parent myself. You know, I certainly love seeing my kids excel in the areas that they're good at. And there's other times when, you know what, they fall short. But overall, am I going to let a peewee hockey game uh, build me up with enough rage that I... Uh, you know, take it out on other parents within attendance. No, we need to take a very close look at ourselves. What are we trying to achieve here? And what messages are we sending our young children, right? This is the youth of tomorrow. So we need to make sure that we uh, instill confidence in them, instill, um, you know, pride and, and different things like that. But in a way where, look, winning is fun. Winning is important, but it's not everything. If you uh, fall short. If you don't succeed, look, mom and dad are still going to love you. And I feel like a lot of those messages aren't getting across properly. We have quite a few kids in our program. Uh, ages, uh, yeah, it ranges from 10 to 18. Like I've trained uh, 
championship pole vaulter uh, from a university locally, as well as an NHL player myself. I've trained them within the MedPoint gym, and it's been a great experience. And these are people who are very humble, and and you know we need to be really coaching that within our our youth. Um, but we see it. We see players who are in the summer trying to prepare for camp with the OHL. We see that. We can test that. We know how to, to how to propel them. But from a psychological standpoint, for athletes and especially young children, it's important to make sure as a parent you're not losing your cool, uh, as in this uh, local article from Simcoe. You know, cheer them on. Be proud of them. Take take pride in their uh, successes. Um, you know, encourage them in their shortcomings. Make sure that you're a support to them, but not to the degree that you're going to get angry or upset at uh, other parents uh, within the crowd. So, you know, that's just uh, one of the articles that you see and you just kind of shake your head at. Like, how did it get to that point? You know, how did it get to the uh, how did it get to the point where there was so much disagreement that the police had to be called, you know? Something to think about. Anyways, uh, we're going to have more interesting articles. i got to take a quick commercial break. But after the break, we're going to be talking about more health and fitness articles as we return on the MedPoint Health Half Hour, CFPL 980. All right, welcome back to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., we offer you the MedPoint Health Half Hour where you can get up to date on some of the latest articles in the world that's happening right now as it pertains to nutrition, health, fitness, all good things under that umbrella. And, uh, you know, I'm your host, Ron Young, as I join you every week. Uh, I love doing the show. I love talking passionately about the things that uh, really drive me to wake up in the morning, go to work, and serve the great clients at MedPoint. I love being a part of bettering the health of London, Ontario overall. Uh, and you know what? There's a, so much out there that I think people are misinformed about that we need to really clear up the facts, clear up the, all this misconception and stuff, and really uh, start taking a stance on stuff heavily, you know? Like, getting rid of all these uh, smoke and mirror things and, and identifying, yes, our country is in a healthcare crisis right now, and how do we combat that properly? Well, there's a lot of different things that we can do. Of course, fitness and nutrition are at the forefront of that. Um, of course, there's going to be a lot of people who maybe can't uh, afford to do some of those things, and we respect that. We have payment plans at MedPoint. Of course, if you're unable to, then we can always devise a at-home plan for you as well. So uh, be the change. Be proactive. Uh, make sure that you're taking your health in your own hands and that you are uh, being proactive so that disease and sickness doesn't overtake your life or the ones that you love because it is it can be crippling and it's uh you know certainly a big strain on our healthcare system the one thing i'm really passionate about is kids i love kids i got three of my own they're wonderful uh skylar bryson and everest hello to you three it's a joy to be uh, your dad and talking on the radio here i wanted to just bring this up about kids, okay? Because kids are our future, really. And there's one article that popped out to me on um, the CBC website, and it was talking about kids who miss a lot of school could suffer later in life. And this is what pediatricians are reporting. So um, pediatricians, obviously doctors of children, uh, are saying that it's causing them 
to have adverse effects later in life. Well, let's dig a little bit deeper into this article. In Canada, chronic school absenteeism is defined as missing 10% of the school year or about 19 days. That's like missing just two days a month for any reason. So let's slow that down right now. There's four weeks in a month. Generally, we usually say 4.2, I think, from an accounting side of things. Um, Let's dive into that. So if you're missing two days a month, that would equate to missing 10% of school or 19 days over the year. Um, you know, they were looking at this and what they found uh, as data in the U.S. revealed 13% of kids end up missing an entire month's worth of school each year. And the latest statistics available in Ontario show that for the 2015-2016 school year, on average, 11% of elementary kids were chronically absent from school. In some areas of the province, the average absence rate was more than 20%. Wow. So these numbers are coming out and they are quite substantial. Now, it's kind of ironic that I'm talking about this because my wife is actually a teacher. She homeschools our kids and uh, you know what? They're they're doing a great job with it. They're getting the education in. They have a certain curriculum and markers that they follow, which is awesome. I don't know how it would be different. And just thinking about my own uh, instances in elementary school, I don't think I was missing two days a month. Maybe I was, but how does this affect you um, later in life? Well, um, let's see why they're absent, first of all. Uh, Infections such as influenza, so perhaps the flu is hung you up for a week, right? Poorly controlled chronic conditions like asthma. So maybe your kid's suffering from something like asthma, like uh, blood sugar regulation, stuff like that, that they're struggling with. And it's causing them headaches. It's causing them dizziness, faintness. And you need to look into those uh, those factors. And that's causing time off. Or perhaps it's socioeconomic factors like unstable housing conditions. This does affect a lot of people. Transportational difficulties. Exposure to domestic violence. So what's happening within the home or being called on to care for younger family members? Perhaps somebody's missing school because they have to babysit or they have to do something with uh, younger family members. Um, Maybe somebody's at school and a parent can't get back to them to pick them up. So they just come uh, over uh, with with the parent and with the young child, right? So there's so many different ways that we can miss school and we need to really identify, you know, where, what areas are your children falling short? And quite frankly, why? Is there something that you can put in place that can help prevent them from missing? And uh, what this really comes down to is conversations between kids and parents. You know, we need to make sure that we're feeling open, where there's a constant line of communication between the two, and that uh, if they are struggling, it's not something that's shrugged off or just sh- put under the rug, but that it's identified if if they're having headaches at school and they need glasses, you know what, that's an easy fix, but perhaps having those headaches are going to affect them later on in life, right? So look, all this to say, if pediatricians are saying that this is going to affect our young children later in life, try and crack down as to why they're missing school, um, uh, in the first place, school often takes attendance. I believe in most cases they do, but uh, ask your uh, ask your administrative staff how many days your your kid has missed. Uh, documenting children's medical needs, right? Making sure that they know at the school what uh, they could be dealing with, and um, making making good judgment calls on whether they can stay home or whether they can attend. I think. A lot of people are really afraid to send their kids to school, even if it's past a contagious phase, right? Um, you know, there's so many different things wrapped into this. But let's go back to 
how it will affect you later in life. I know this is all good to say, yeah, Ron, we get it. Uh, we know that more school is likely good for them. That's not exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is making sure that uh, they're getting the recommended you know, quantity when it comes to subjects and, and, and testing and stuff like that to ensure that they are um, – their cognition is working properly. Short-term, long-term memory. We know with lack of sleep, with uh, energyless days, with uh, fighting sickness, those things are all impaired. So maybe they're not going to perform as well on tests, and that could set them up for for failure later in life. Not saying it will, but you know these are markers that we have to consider. The other thing is, um, you know, looking at at our youth. This is a very sensitive time in their life for the the gray matter in their brain to be developing. So if the brain is not getting enough activity in those ways and it's only stimulated by screen time, how effective is that going to really be, right? We think that it's not that big of a deal. Well, guess what? Now that we've had such research and TV long enough to uh, support that research, it is having an impact on our young people. They are more dependent on screens. They're more dependent. They're getting phones at younger ages. They're they're getting sucked into video games. So how can we better channel the creative energy of our young children? And these are things that we need to make sure as parents that we are uh, doing and doing on a daily basis. So could it affect them going forward into the future? Yes. Studies are showing that, yes, it likely will affect them. So make sure that your kids are healthy. Make sure they're attending school. Make sure that they're getting uh, out of it what they need to get out of it because there could be something that they're hiding from you or, or perhaps maybe it's bullying at school or, or a, a social media um, campaign that, that they're not comfortable with or their friends are posting about different things. There's so many factors. Talk with your young children. You know, try and get to the root of the the matter. From my perspective, you know, I try and do everything that I can as a parent, and there's still areas where I fall short. And in no way am I saying I'm an expert on child psychology. I'm not saying that. But all I'm saying is for the purpose of the show today, um, you know, there's there's these articles that are coming up and they're talking about our youth and talking about how it's negatively affecting them. So make sure that you equip your young children with the the tools that they need to succeed. Make sure that you're uh, empowering them to to be the best that they can be and and really get to the root of these issues so that you can help them to succeed. And, you know, there's so many uh, solutions I can't really, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. You need to evaluate the stage in life that you're in and really see what's best for you and what works best for your children. There's lots of research to document, yeah, physical education, first and foremost in the day, gives them better uh, memory recall. It also uh, helps them to perform better and, and more attentiveness in the class. So perhaps... You need to get your kids up earlier. Maybe they need to go to bed earlier so that they can get up earlier and they can get going, right? There's so many different things tied to this, but uh, it's definitely an interesting conversation to have. So, look, that's all the time I have for today. I'm going to leave you with it. If you have any questions about the show, you can always email ron at medpoint.ca. Look, I've talked about it a lot. We have a kids program at MedPoint. Perhaps that's something you want to put your kids through. Do, are, is your young child part of a uh, hockey team, rugby team, uh, ringette team, lacrosse team, curling team, <laughs> golf team, whatever they're doing now? Can they benefit from group training? Because we do have group training within our facilities and we know how to do it well and we know how to do it safe. There were lots of courses I took through my kinesiology degree about growth and maturation of 
children. So they shouldn't be pumping a lot of iron. They need to be doing a lot of body weight and plyometric stuff. So are your kids being trained safely and effectively? You owe it to yourself. Email us. Uh, there's a lot of different team things that we can do for them. We can do assessments. We can do training. We can do nutrition. We can do almost everything. But don't let it get to a point where you're having a brawl with other parents about competition. And don't let it get to a point where your kids are, um, you know, not enjoying what they're doing and, and not uh, finding joy within what they're doing. So that's all I'm going to urge you to do today. Visit us, medpoint.ca. Of course, uh, I talked a little bit about it on the top of the show about dietitian coverage. Visit us, londondietitians.ca. We'd be happy to help you out nutritionally as well as with our fitness division. We have all four-year university degree uh, kinesiology graduates who can help you out in these areas. Okay, that's all I got. I hope everybody has a safe and happy weekend. Take care.